BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The following is a presentation of the Speed Sport Podcast Network. Kyle Busch won the season opener at Talladega. DeGroote was second. He's the reigning champion. It's the iRacers download, where reality meets the virtual world of auto racing. Cardwell hoping it stays green. He nearly spins it around. Who's it going to be, Cardwell, Berkeley, or someone else? iRacing's executive director, Taylor Hart Jr. I think that NASCAR is starting to see the value and the opportunities that can present themselves working with iRacing. From the Speed Sport Podcast Studios, powered by My Race Pass. Here are your hosts, Justin Prince and Taylor Burris. Welcome to another edition of the iRacers Download from the SpeedSport Podcast Studio, powered by My Race Pass. Taylor Burris here and our producer, Richard Colbreth, as we delve into the world of iRacing with some news and exciting things that have happening in this week as we sit down with another championship winner in the 2023 Turn Racing Grand Prix iRacing Series, presented also by Delara, utilizing the Delara IRO1 car. And of course, it's champion, as we're waiting for official results, but unofficially, he is our champion for the 2023 season. Bremislaw Lemonek joins us here on the download. And of course, first and foremost, congratulations on a very strong season, picking up two wins, of course, five top fives, eight top tens, and an average finish of seventh place. Uh, walk us through the emotions, because it's literally, as we record on Thursday, you just got done with the season finale at Monza. Uh, hello, guys. Thank you for the warm welcome. Yeah, it feels really good to be the champion of the season. It was very nice. The preparation was very good, and now, now it's time to enjoy something I didn't think was possible for me to do, but I did it, and I'm happy about it. Talk us through how this championship season is, because looking over the championship points, it, it was very close in the standings. I mean, 14 points separates you from second place, and there were a lot of other drivers who had their hat in the running for this championship. Yeah, at the start, of course, everybody, everything was close. First three rounds, I've been on a back foot slightly, uh, being, I think, P7 after the first three races. Then with a win on round four, I picked up the championship lead. And from round four to round nine, I've been extending the lead race by race. With the point system, this series being very close to each other for different places, uh, there was a lot of drivers in contention. Uh, but by race nine, I've got 30 points gap, which was enough to guarantee me a championship. So then the last race, I knew that, uh, of course, it'd be nice to make the make it look good and extend the gap even more. But I went with a with a f approach to take this race as a race for fun, not really expecting anything. I DNF'd <laughs> because of a aggressive move that didn't work out, but. Uh, the 14 points advantage doesn't tell the whole story. If I took this race as any other race, it could have been uh, still around 30 points, but uh, the championship was really tight. Even putting good result after good result, the gap to the guys behind was very close. And one race win could put a lot of drivers back into the contention in the championship. 
Now, this championship took a little bit of a hiatus, of course, back in the 2022 calendar year. We saw it really take its debut in 2021. Uh, what makes this car so unique to where a lot of people want to race it now and this world championship? Uh, this car is, I think, the only car on iRacing that is not a car in real world. It has been created by Dallara and iRacing together. And uh, it's a special car, let me tell you. It is a very difficult car to race. The draft is very strong. The dirty air is not big. It is uh, giving a big possibility for everybody to save fuel, save the tires, make race management very important. Uh, but it is as well a very fun car to do hot laps on. When you are alone on track practicing, I don't think there is a car more fun than this one to drive. You can be very aggressive on throttle, very aggressive on kerbs. You can send the car in on entire track. So I think once some more people try the car, they get convinced that it is a very good car. And uh, of course, the racing is very difficult. It has uh, certain ways of being effective in the race. You need to be smart. You need to avoid any damage because of the nature of this car. Small contacts can have big consequences. But overall, the car is very fun to drive. And I think that convinced a lot of people this year to to join the championship and fight for the win. I mean, you did a phenomenal job with the two wins that you picked up this year to help propel you in for this championship. Uh, of course, this series is very high stakes. Of course, a lot of money on the line for the drivers. And a lot of teams try to get involved with it. How was it with you and your team to take that much-needed time to prepare for this very advanced and you know supremely <laughs> very interesting race car that it's it's not it's a, basically a fantasy car that is added onto the service yeah we've had uh, multiple teams putting multiple drivers into the championship we've had altus putting i think five drivers apex putting six drivers and uh, i've been with my teammate jakub only two of us and i know that there is some very fast drivers that are also alone on the series so we created a working group with Lorraine Lebigre, with Arte and David Tov, with Jakub and myself, also with engineer Michael Overbay, to have a chance to create good setups, good strategies for every race. And I think uh, it was a key to success because both Altus and Apex were very confident before the season. They thought they were going to battle the championship between themselves, but nobody expected us to work so well. And in the end, from our working group, we picked up first, second, and third in the championships. I think we did the best job out of anybody. And despite not being actual teammates, we prepared the best for the race and we managed the races the best out of anyone. Certainly have to agree with you on that. But now, looking a little bit back in time, you joined the service back in 2019. What drew you to iRacing? We always ask some of our new list guests who come on the show what made them want to be a part of the iRacing service. I started my journey with more competitive racing, well, basically some leagues on Formula 1 games in 2018. And from there, it was just a matter of discovering new possibilities. I've done some races on Assetto Corsa, and then it was time to move to iRacing. iRacing convinced me with the, firstly, the, uh, the program of the official races, that basically you can go every one or two hours, there is an official race where you can compete against other humans. You don't need to prepare one week for a league race. It's just constant action, and it's uh, it was very very nice for me at the beginning. Of course, now I take a, I take it a bit differently. Of course, when you are involved in a high stake championship, you cannot just drive around random officials. You need to prepare a lot for the given races. You need to 
practice offline, practice online. Uh, basically, the whole uh, driving routine goes around the the competitions for me now, different kinds of competitions. But the, for sure, the the convincing factor to join the service was the realism, the competitiveness, and the officials races that allow you to race all day long. Uh, I mean, you certainly have enjoyed racing on the service. I mean, with just your road racing alone, almost 300 wins in your career since 2019 out of your 836 starts. Even a couple of oval races you picked up on and a dirt road race that you were able to pick up a win. So really well-versed in many forms of racing here. And, of course, we look ahead to the future. We see... Could we possibly see you maybe trying to some of the other road racing championships in the future, or is this the championship that you're just going to mainly focus on? No, no, I've been running different championships. I've been a part of Contender Series on Porsche Sport Super Cup this year. I decided to focus more on Dallara and gave up the championship uh, after two races because I was just not able to put enough effort for both of these in the same time. I've been taking part in BMW Sim Cup. I've been taking part in many many different events created by vco a uh, lot of things on road racing but also i took part in i think 2022 in the 500 fix at top speed so really there is no no such thing as driving one championship for me it's always about diversity you cannot be stuck driving one car around and hoping for the for the good result once per year or two years you know you have to be diverse you have to be fast in everything well, I mean, you certainly are one of the top drivers, especially now adding on to your championship here for the 2023 series for this Delara Cup series. Uh, the question is going to be, of course, once the qualifiers, will we see you come back to defend your championship if this returns in 2024? Uh, I won the championship today, and already a difficult question. Uh, you know, it's all about planning. It's all about seeing what opportunities arise on the horizon. Of course, uh, do I want to defend the title or try to defend the title? Of course, but you know, it's all about thinking what's the best move for myself next year. If there is a championship that I think is uh, is what I want to drive and it's not Dallara, I will have to go for that. You know, I cannot tell you right now, but uh, this title means a lot for me. And if there is a possibility that I can defend it, I'm sure I will give it my best shot to defend the championship. Well, Premislav, thank you so much for coming on to the show for here for this episode. Where can people go to follow your team as well as your career on the iRacing service? Uh, I've got an uh, Instagram account, same as the team, same as Twitter account. We are posting uh, myself and the team information about every race I do and, uh, of course, uh, the results of the races. Uh, we have a Twitch channel. We are broadcasting some of the races on Drago Racing Twitch stream, uh, races like BMW Sim Cup, iRacing special events. Uh, we are having a broadcast of our POV there. So if you want to follow myself or the team on social media, make sure to head uh, that way. All right. Well, Premislav, thank you so much for coming here on this episode of The Download. Good luck to you for the rest of the year. And enjoy this championship that you have just claimed and looking forward to seeing what you can do for the rest of 2023 heading into 2024. Thank you. All right. Coming up after the break, we are going to discuss some of the news of the week. You're listening to the iRacers Download from the Speedsport Podcast Studio, powered by My Race Pass. 
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to the iRacers download from the Speedsport Podcast Studio powered by My Race Pass as we just got done talking to the 2023 Turn GP Delara champion. Premislav Lemanek joined us and it was exciting to hear his roles as well as looking forward to seeing what the rest of the year will hold for the new champion. But we have some other championships that we also must talk about, starting off with the IMSA Esports Global Championship as they had their second round at Watkins Glen International where it was a dominant run by none other than Team BMW Team Redline taking home the win in both GTP and the GTD category. Diego Pinto and Chris Lullum in their BMW took home the checkered flag in prototypes, followed by CrowdStrike Racing number four with Sacha Goral and Samuel Michaels in the Acura. The Urano Esports Data Group with Daniel Lorenzo and Dominic Hoffman rounded out the podium with their BMW. Meanwhile, the Team Redline Ferrari was able to take home the GTD category win with Gianni Vecchio and Ole Steinbratten taking home the win. Of course, in the last week, we had, of course, Alejandro Sanchez and Luke McEwen from Mercedes-AMG Esports Team ART taking home second with Luca Kita and Alexei Nesov taking home the Mercedes-AMG Urano Esports machine into third place. As the championship is looking right now, it is Team BMW Redline leading both GTP and the GTD category. Category as they get ready to take two weeks off, but will return on December 3rd for round three at Sebring International Raceway for another two-hour and 40-minute sprint race. Meanwhile, in the world of dirt racing, the iRacing World of Outlaws Thrustmaster Sprint Car Series headed to the season opener at Volusia Speedway Park as Alex Bergeron, multi-time series champion, took home the season opener win in the sprint cars over Logan Rumsey and James Eden, rounding out your top three. The next round, of course, for the World of Outlaws will be heading over to Weed Sports Speedway on November the 20th. Catch all the action on iRacing and on Dirt Vision. And then finally, we have to talk about Zach Novak, who finally finds his way back into victory lane after multiple years in eNASCAR competition. His last official one was being the NASCAR Series Championship back in 2019. So it's been a long drought for him, but he was able to pull off the win in the Contender Series with, of course, his win at the Monster Mile, followed by Caden Honeycutt and Rayo Fala rounding out your podium finishers for this event. But with that, we now have an idea of who our top 20 is looking like. Vincente Salas, Ryan Luza, Zach Novak, Taylor Hurst, and Caden Honeycutt looking to be already clinched in to the next season of the 2024 eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series. Drivers, though, such as Ray Alfala, Daniel Smallwood, Daniel Falkingham, Matthew Zwack, Dylan Alt, Agno Phillips, Kwame Scott, Daniel Budafuco, Christopher Hill, and Michael Frisch are looking around and hovering in that infamous bubble spot in 20th position. As the season finale begins to wrap its way up at the Texas Motor Speedway, catch all the action on Tuesday, November the 28th 
as we'll see who will be the 20 new drivers to make their way into the eNASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series. Of course, we did speak to your champion, of course, of the Turn Grand Prix Series. And, of course, it was a very exciting one to see from start to finish. A lot of drivers had to battle their way through. But, as we take a look at the results from the 2023 Grand Prix Turn iRacing Series... Over at Monza, it was a close battle, but it was none other than Michele Constantini who took home the win over David Toff and Ben Fuller. And like we heard from Premislav, he came home 22nd, six laps down, but had enough of a cushion to take home the championship. So exciting times here in the world of iRacing. Still a lot of things to look forward to here this coming weekend as we, of course, have some more exciting action happening in the world of iRacing. If you want to see what's happening this week in iRacing, you can have your chance to go race in the British Racing and Sports Car Club iRacing Ford Formula Ford 1600 Festival as they race at Brands Hatch. Also, the Winter NASCAR iRacing Series utilizing the 1987 Cup cars is also kicking off along with the FIA Formula 4 Esports Regional Tournaments and the Ringmeister and Draftmeister combinations and the BMW Sim Cup happening on Sunday, November the 19th as they tackle the famous Suzuka International Racing Course at Japan. So a lot of things to go. Make sure to tune in next week on the iRacers Download as we talk to those amazing news and see who comes out on top in the eNASCAR Contender Series as well as the iRacing World of Outlaws Thrustmaster Sprint Car Series. With that, it is time we say goodnight. So for our guest, Premislav Lemonek, and for our producer, Richard Cobra, I'm Taylor Burris. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Download.